Hello and welcome back to my continuing coverage of Loki, the new Marvel show that hits Disney Plus with a brand new episode every single Wednesday. This is episode 5. So, last week with episode 4, did you hear my voice just crack? I'm just super excited about it. Last week with episode 4, uh, we were left on a humongous cliffhanger. The TVA, the timekeepers, falsehoods, everything. Just everything is just false. There's, there's no truth. Just all lies. Um, the timekeepers were uh, robots at the end of it, uh, so they're not the ones controlling the TV, it's someone else, uh, a very Wizard of Oz situation, and uh, Loki gets pruned, he ends up in a random location with a bunch of other Lokis, uh, other variants, staring at him, saying, you need to come with us, let's go, um, and then Sylvie uh, holding the prune stick to Renslayer going, you better tell me everything, and that is where we ended what a great cliffhanger, right? You know, that is the the wonderful um the wonderfulness of, of cliffhangers, man. If they get you, it just makes it even harder <laughs> to to wait another seven days for the next episode. But uh in this episode we have uh two things going on until they eventually collide. But the first thing is that Loki is with the other variants in this void and he's trying to get out. Uh, the other variants tell him, like, it's not possible. We've been here for a very long time. And there is this giant cloud that just sucks up all matter and energy. You can't escape it. So you, you must survive. That's what we do. We're Lokis. We survive. That is what um, Richard E. Grant's Loki says at the beginning of this. But uh, Loki, our Loki, uh, the one that we follow, he's like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and, and wallow in my misery. I'm going to find a way out of here, which is uh, some great character growth, if you ask me, because uh, if anything, he probably would have just tried to dominate the area um, and rule over it. But he's like, no, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, and then the other storyline that we have briefly until they eventually collide is that Sylvie has Renslayer under the, the heat, you know, and asking her all these questions like who started the TVA? What is the beginning of time? What is the end of time? So they eventually go to like Miss Minutes and, you know, she kind of pulls this up or whatever. And she she's kind of sketchy with her answers, too. So, you know, that she's also in on it. But um, yeah. And then eventually uh, Sylvie, she prunes herself and she ends up going to the void. And then they both try to figure out to get out of there. So that is the basic plot. Uh, I didn't want to spoil anything else, uh, you know, just in case if you want to watch this brand new and fresh. Uh, I definitely want you to kind of like pick up on all the little things uh, as well. But as far as the actual episode goes, what did I think about, about it overall? Crazy enough, this feels like a finale. This felt like the finale of the series, which tells me next week's episode is going to be a very dense epilogue. And I have a feeling that we're going to be introduced to the person that's behind the TVA. I have my theory on that. I'll get into the, I'll when I get into the spoiler section of this review, I'll I'll lay this all out for you guys. But they're going to uh, find the person that's behind all of this. They're going to confront them. Uh, very dense kind of explanation and exposition that will be probably taking taking up the whole entire episode. And I have a feeling the way it's going to end is going to set off events for um, Spider-Man No Way Home and 
most likely uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So we'll we'll see, um, but I'll, I'll lay it all out when I get there. But uh, yeah, I, I really I really did think this this felt like a finale, which was weird, and then it, it just it ends on a cliffhanger for sure. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, it seemed a little like like this was the end point. So like, what is going to be next week's episode? So that makes me even more excited. But I really enjoyed this episode because it, it, uh, it, it's action-packed, it's thrilling, it's got some great character growth in it, and that's what you always want with these television shows. We just keep moving forward. If you feel like an episode just kind of stand, uh, is a standstill and doesn't really go anywhere, it, it feels like kind of a filler episode or a waste. And I, I didn't feel like this one was a waste at all. Um, really having Loki see his other variants seeing his his flaws within himself uh realizing that he has changed uh and he he's wanting to do better um i thought was really cool he he's trying to find his glorious purpose and he sure as hell finds it at the end for sure but uh, i i just i love this kind of switch that loki has now um i still think he's kind of in the gray zone he always will be but he's dipping more into hero territory with this episode and uh, I, I quite like that. Um, it was nice to see all the um, other variants interact with him. Richard E. Grant's classic Loki, the alligator, boastful Loki, um, President Loki. All of it was just so crazy and chaotic. I just, I loved every little bit about it. Uh, I wish I could have seen a thousand different Lokis or different variants interact with um, Loki. That would have been a whole lot of fun just to see the, the banter between them and Tom Hiddleston. But yeah, I liked all the conversations that they had. A lot of it was intriguing, especially from uh, classic Loki, Richard E. Grant's character, uh, and you know maybe his timeline. I uh, found that kind of interesting. But yeah, I thought the conversations they had were were meaningful. Like I said, I love the fact that Loki is a completely not a completely different person, but he is a different um, he has a different way of thinking now, which I always like. Um, you know, because it's unexpected, and you're like, okay, Loki's going to just be the same person, but it seems like with the camaraderie that he has with Sylvie, it has completely changed him for the better, uh, and they're they're a great team. Um, once Sylvie gets to the void, that's when it kicks into high gear with, like, the action and just the, the suspense that kind of looms over the entire episode, um, pun intended, because they're, they're fighting a giant cloud monster. But I, I love the, the plan that they hatch. I love that they get in there, they get it done. And just watching this whole thing kind of unfold was uh, a really great kind of like climactic fight. And Kay Heron, the director, she is killing it in this series. Uh, I believe she's directed all the episodes uh, thus far. She's also going to direct the last one. She knows how to stage... Uh, conversation she also knows how to stage action and uh, just watching the whole uh, battle between all the other variants and Loki and Sylvie trying to fight this cloud it's just it was really fun to watch um, and then yeah it just ends you know you kind of know what's gonna happen but still this uh, with the title of this episode journey into mystery I have no idea what the uh, Sixth episode is going to be, it's a complete mystery to me. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, some great character moments for sure. Uh, Loki had, he has found his glorious purpose for sure. 
which is really touching. He's always looking for that. Um, he has found a deeper kind of connection with Sylvie, and uh, yeah, the the whole the whole um, battle at the end was just awesome to watch. So yeah, I think a great episode for sure. And next week is going to be a little calmer. I'm just assuming, um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, really like this episode quite a bit. I'm gonna jump into spoilers now. Uh, so if you haven't seen this episode, feel free to uh, log off now. Come back to it. Uh, and maybe your theory will be the same as mine. Okay. So some of the things that I kind of uh, just saw as like little nice Easter eggs uh, throughout the episode before we get to the very end, because that's where the the you know where everything lies is just that that end shot and like who is over there. Um, classic Loki was talking about fighting Thanos and um, dusting and everything, and I thought that was interesting. Uh, in his timeline, they kind of do the same thing um so th that was just kind of fun there's also like a thanos helicopter uh in this junkyard that they're kind of going through and apparently that's from like a spider-man comic uh so that was really cool to see um and then yeah i i don't know of any other like giant spoilerly like stuff like like that those were just kind of like fun little easter eggs like i said um, I, I, I forgot to mention Kid Loki um, in the non-spoiler section. He's uh, he's fine. Uh, the actor does okay. I think Richard E. Grant and the actor that plays Boastful Loki, they're, they were way better. Um, but uh, yeah, Kid Loki was, he was whatever. So at the very end, Sylvie enchants the, the cloud monster, Eliath. I keep forgetting the, its name. She enchants it. And she's able to break through a barrier where they can kind of like go see who's behind all this. Because they have a feeling throughout the entire episode that this cloud is kind of like a shield to protect whoever's behind it. So the end shot, they enchant uh, Eliath and then they you see them go towards this like almost like vision uh, of like a, like a house in the background, like a giant like castle. I mean, it looks like a evil lair for sure. So you know whoever's behind the TVA is living there. So this is where the theories have been kind of going buck wild all over the internet. Is who is in that building and is it Kang the Con Conqueror? Um, I have a feeling it's Kang. It, it just it seems like everything is lining up for it to be him. Um, also. Some interesting theories. Uh, my my computer just just loves it. it uh, thank you for the noise. Um, but yes. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm losing my mind. Thank you, computer, for losing it. But yes, I think it's Kang that's living there. He's the one that's controlling everything. In the comics, Kang and Renslayer are lovers. Um, Jonathan Majors has been cast as Kang. Um, he was filmed at a comic book shop, I think, earlier this week or last week. Seems like something to get people excited about, because uh, he might be showing up here pretty soon. Um, and then it just seems like with all everything kind of that you, you hear from other people that have read the comics and everything, it just, it really does seem like, like, a 95% sure that's Kang the Conqueror. Now, I, I don't know much about this character. Um, I'm assuming in his name, he wants to conquer everything. 
So I think conquering time and controlling people and the universe, pretty, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, I'd say that's pretty valid, <laughs> uh, you know, as a conqueror. Like, hey, I think controlling like a uh, time and people and stuff like that's that seems like something I would do. Uh, that that checks. So, uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's him. If it is him, I'm wondering if um, he is the end of time. Because uh, when uh, Sylvie and Rinslayer and Ms. Minutes were going over the timeline, you can see that there was a, a, a clear end of time. Is that Kang? I, I have no clue. And so I have, I have a feeling that we're going to be introduced to him or Jonathan Majors or whatever variation they have of him. And I have a feeling he's going to explain everything. They're going to try to fight him. Ain't going to happen. And then Loki and Sylvia are going to get shot to another timeline. Or that they're going to cause a ripple. Another ripple in the multiverse. And it's going to lead off into the events of um, Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2. Just my theory. I have no clue if that's true. But I have a feeling that that's what's going to happen. And Kang is supposed to come up in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Which tells me it's also going to be a time travel movie. So, I have no clue, guys. I have, I have no clue. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Jonathan Majors. Um, not only as this villain. I've never I've never heard of this villain. I don't know what he is or what his background is. So, like, it's exciting to see a brand new kind of villain. Uh, especially for me that doesn't read the comics. I just go off the movies. But Jonathan Majors. If you guys have never seen, like, Lovecraft Country... Last Black Man in San Francisco. The guy's a treasure. Like, I was blown away when I when I saw The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I could not believe how good he was. And he was the... He was like the... I don't even think he was the co-lead. He was like just the... He was the best friend of the main character that we were following. But the like few scenes that we had with him were so touching and moving. I was like, who is this guy? And then when you watch like a whole television show with him and Lovecraft... Um, country it's like dude this guy is like the real deal so yeah jonathan majors is a talent for sure and i hope he just explodes from this and i hope people check out his stuff uh, and i hope he just continues to, to do smaller films as well you know just find that right balance so yeah uh that is just my my working theory is that this is gonna be more of an exposition episode and then i think loki and silver are gonna try to do something about it but kang is just gonna be too powerful and then they're going to get shot off and uh, break the multiverse a little bit more, maybe into another timeline. I, I have no clue. Maybe Doctor Strange will show up at some point um, uh, wherever Loki is shot off to and, like, I need your help or something like that. Because at the end of WandaVision, it seems like Doctor Strange is going to go visit her at the cabin, uh, Scarlet Witch, and recruit her. So I, I have... I'm, I don't know. It, it's it's early, guys. <laughs> I woke up early to do this review. But, uh, yeah, so um, that's kind of my overall thoughts on it. I don't know what else more I can kind of discuss. I want uh, everyone to hit me up uh, in the comments or whatever. Um, just let me know uh, what you thought of this episode, Episode 5, Journey into the Mystery. Um, what did you think of the end? Uh, you know, make sure you label it as spoilers in the bottom. But, uh yeah, I want to know everyone's thoughts on it because it seems like uh, I, I've enjoyed every single episode of this show. I think they just progressively get better. 
I know a lot of people kind of stumbled with three, but then they kind of got back on track with four. So I want to know everyone's kind of thoughts on the the overall uh, kind of arc of these episodes. So that will do it for this review. Next week, guys, is the finale. Super excited. And then uh, I will end this coverage of Loki. Um, but I'm, you know, I, I, I'm having fun doing these. So I would like to get back into it with, you know, I'll pick another TV show or miniseries or something. So that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. And I'll see you guys next week for the finale of Loki. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.